All right. Hello, everybody. Welcome to the yearly nightly podcast. Yeah. Um, Happy New Year, I guess, right? 2020? 2020. So uh, this is uh, nothing happened. Nothing. That's why we haven't do, been doing podcasts. Yep. Yeah, I'm, absolutely nothing has happened. Yeah, we, we and anyways, we decided because nothing's happened, we just brought a bunch of guests in today. So um, I'm, I'm I'm Andrew. I'm Carlo. Probably you probably forgot who I am. So it's been a while. You, well, you are some dude. So. Yeah, you're yeah. some dude. And All then right. we got who else? All right, I'm Dave uh, Aikman, CMU. Uh, Eric Simonis. I am the uh, DeBoer supporter of the group. No, we all support DeBoer. Oh, okay, fair yeah. Down to clown. We we yeah, we're all down to clown. Yeah. Yeah. So if you've seen that hashtag in Vegas Twitter, that was probably one of us. <clears throat> yeah, that was that was because I texted in the group chat. Yeah. It's yeah. Like, hey, you want to come over and watch the game? I'm like, yeah, I'm down to clown. Yeah. Just, you literally said it like a week before. <laughs> yeah, that was literally like a week before this whole thing happened. So I I I th- and also the the night before Turk got fired. Oh, I, so yeah. I, speaking I, of which, what happened? Yeah. I I watched the movie Joker, and then <laughs> we hired Pete DeBoer. So, yeah, so I guess uh, I, it's I, all my fault. I guess that's the natural place to start. So uh, we're recording this on Thursday night. Golden Knights just beat the Ottawa, Ottawa Senators yep. in what was the new coach's uh, debut. So that's I guess where to start is Golden yeah. Knights let go of Turk, as everybody yeah. obviously knows at this point. Yeah, um, every every Golden Knights coach in history has won their debut game. <laughs> you so, are, you're not wrong. I so, mean. So I guess let's go around the room and kind of get everybody's thoughts. Dave, we'll start with you. Well, let's just say it was the last thing I expected to see right when I walked into work uh, the other morning. And let's say normally I go through the day. I don't have to be on anything else except for dealing with my kids all day. And then my phone was dead before the day was over (laughs) because we were going back and forth. Uh, My 219 people, we were going back and forth. my students and I were going back and forth about it. <laughs> and it's like, everyone comes back like, why, why, why? I'm like, I... Class is canceled because we're talking about Turk. Yeah, they, they should have just... That should have been a holiday here in Vegas. <laughs> I think I think this move has... Is the short history of the Golden Knights. It's been the biggest bombshell since ever happened. Oh, by yeah. far. Like, th- there's no bigger bombshell than firing a coach who was... At the 500 mark, who had basically brought them to the Stanley Cup final the these a couple seasons yeah. before, and he's beloved by the fans. So it was definitely yeah. a day of mourning for a lot of people. Yeah, yeah. Um, and and so with that said, though, I I personally did not feel that surprised um, that this happened. For a, a, we'll talk about a bunch of the reasons, but my my personal gut was. If you go back and look at my old tweets, you can tell that I didn't really hate DeBoer, first of all. Yeah. Um, DeBoer, like... He got screwed over by Doug Wilson. It's... The the DeBoer hiring is not the big surprise... Like, it's not the big... Because I I do like DeBoer as a coach. He's a very, very good coach. But I feel like in the the community that we've seen, at least on Twitter, that's what people are more shocked about. It's shocking because... It's not. It's not because of how good it is. It's because of the fan base and, and the San this, Jose. this, this it's, hiring. Yeah, it's, it's, it's not who it is. It's the fact that it's, it's the yeah. all the rivalry. Yeah, yeah. yeah. And, and, and that's you gotta you gotta just move on. It, from it's that because bas- that's not a. Yeah, basically, the it's management saying that we will do what's best for this team despite what the fans think. They they're not gonna make moves. Because of the fans, which is or what job. the fans, which is which is I think is a good, healthy organization. Because if you let the fans 
manage the team. That's a total disaster. You Have you read about? Twitter? <laughs> yeah. What are you talking about? Derek England will be top yeah, center. Exactly. Yeah. <laughs> so, yeah, you can hear our audience laughing. Live audience here. I so. can't wait for John Merrill elite Vizina goaltender. No, John Merrill Selkie winner. Ah, uh, yeah. Yeah. So. But he'll win the Vizina the next year. Yeah. So I guess, uh, I guess a couple things to unpack. Obviously, first, <clears throat> Gallant still had a year left on his contract. That kicked in because they went to the Stanley Cup final. So he was brought in by all estimations, to just get the locker room together while they were not going to be any good. Obviously, they made that magical run year one. So that's why he got as much leash as he did. But this year, when you start to look at it, he made the comment, what, three day, three games ago? He It's not his job to go into that room and, that, and cheerlead? That was after the Buffalo game, actually. Yeah. Just oh, that was ago. after the Buffalo game? Yeah. For some reason, I thought that was after Columbus. Yeah. I'm pretty sure it was, a, it was I after know, it was Columbus. earlier than that. It was earlier oh, yeah. than Buffalo. It was while they were at home. He oh, said yeah, yeah, it's yeah. not his job to go into the locker room with pom-poms and cheerlead. Well, that's actually kind of your job. It, yeah, you're, you're kind of supposed to motivate that was a big, way. That was a big red flag right which, there. Which would make sense if that were the Columbus game and GM saw that. Yeah, another and game. Starts, and, and then it starts to go, okay, well, let's let's see what you can do. Um, they were on a fantastic run in between from the day after or the day before Thanksgiving, the Nashville game, when they won, when Pacioretty put the goal in with point three left, all the way up until the St. Louis game at home. They were 13-4-2, yep. playing fantastic. Everybody thought, they, I mean, they became the Stanley Cup favorites. I mean, it was all, everything going well. And then the last three games at home and then the oh, first road game were just so bad. Also, wow. I think something that really hurt him is he would stand up there and say, well, we played well. At some point, the fan base, the GMs, everybody doesn't want to hear well, yeah, we played well, but we lost. So. Yeah, wow. it's 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 a results based uh, business. You know, it's win games. That's what this business is. And yeah, yeah, if you watch the games, Golden Knights controlled majority of the game, like the Kings game. They 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 didn't play well for seven minutes. Kings score four four <laughs> goals, still lost the game. Bottom line is, they lost the game. Even Four those, those minutes. games that they won, they were still a lot of frustration because they yeah. would get down three nothing, get down what three nothing, three games in a row, wasn't it? Yeah, yeah, and, four and, games in a row. Yeah, they allowed the first three goals. Yep, and I think for a lot of frustration was coming through that with the organization as well too. And then Gallant walks out of that one post game interview, you know, completely frustrated after that. Wasn't that and the St. Louis? No, one? that was earlier. That was that was after the Philadelphia game when Dave Shane asked. Oh yeah. yeah. Yes. You guys have had a bad record against winning teams. What do you think? And then he was just yeah. So he was I, prickly. Alan Snell had asked a question before that about hanging on because remember that was the game they had a six on six three. on three. Yeah, pulled the goal. He had yeah. a six on yeah. three, so. and McNabb played out of his mind and, and cleared yeah. it a couple and times. It, and it's funny because that was actually one of the better games they played because I thought they had a really, that was a good game. Yeah, I, I, very that, exciting game. That game was actually I thought the the Flyers scored four goals. And I thought most of those goals was on Flurry. Yes, most not, of the recent the goals have yeah. been on Flurry. To be honest, a lot of them, at least. Yeah, yeah. yeah. But both goaltending—I mean, goaltending <clears throat> was oh, yeah. down to 19th in the league. They were under 900. I mean, it's they, they were playing bad. But when you start to try to unpack the the Turk firing and you start to look at it, there are a lot of red flags and a lot of things that just kind of point towards well, okay, this is why the GMs did this. I mean, yeah. Yeah. his absolute refusal to 
to move certain players that he grew accustomed to and had relationships with were, was just strange. I mean, he played Cody Glass, <laughs> your number one, your first overall pick, your blue chip, should never be absolutely a, a winger. Yeah, if yeah. you're going to put him in in the the NHL this year, <clears throat> he needs to be playing center because that's where his future is. You put him on the wing. <laughs> Then you put Tuck on the left. You put Tuck on the wrong side because yeah. you want Eakin All to play third Eakin. line yeah. center. And Eakin is the human anvil when it comes to any any line, when it comes to production. And his defensive responsibilities have really, really gone down this year as well. He's not even responsible. Yeah. I wouldn't be playing him on the PK, I, but they are. So. I, I mean, I get to give Eakin a chance the first few weeks of the season because... He was great last year. He had the best year last yeah, season. Yeah, he was good so last year. Yeah. You do All underlying metrics were terrible, though. Yeah. He had a great year based on the lines he was playing. Because of Tuck and Pacioretty. Was... Yeah, but I, I thought he still like was pretty... like He did his job, I thought, last he, year. So he, he has PK that leash. skills last year. Yeah, he's, yeah. his PK there. was good. Um, and, then, and then you come in this year and you see his decline. And at some point, a coach should either... Take him down. Take it. Uh, take him down to a low. Not not push him up. Try to get him started. Yeah. Take him down. Get him. Get him. Kind of sh- a little bit more sheltered minutes until he get it going. But Turk has been really stubborn about that. Well, yeah. Turk's last up. two games, he had put him at fourth line center. Yeah. I, th- yeah. I think. Th- I think McCrimmon <clears throat> talked to him. Yeah. And said, "Hey, something has to change." I think yeah. after that cheerleader comment. McCrimmon said, yeah. well, okay, well, if that's not your job, what is? Because you're not managing the roster properly either. Yeah. So, I mean, he put him down on fourth line two games in a row, but then you had um, just no production there either. It was... Well, yeah, and, and I mean, think about how, how much this has affected the seasons for Glass and Tuck in particular. Yeah. But then you look back at things that he's done in other seasons too, like you were saying earlier, Eric, and like his track record for working with this specific management organization has not been good. And that was exactly the same reason he got fired from the Panthers even when he was winning there. Yeah, the first ever signing that the Golden Knights made, or the first blue chip signing, is Vadim Shipashev. He refused to play him for whatever reasons, you could say, whether you like Shipashev or not, he's still lighting up the KHL, so there's something there, obviously. But he wanted to send him to the to AHL, and then obviously they, he retired from the NHL, and we got out of that contract. But then they go and make a trade for Tomas Tatar at the trade deadline. Yeah. He's an absolute 20-goal scorer everywhere he's ever been. He's yeah. thriving in Montreal. He was good in Detroit. So at some point, what's the outlying number? And it's Turk. Turk refused to play him. And at, uh, at, since the start, I think, is a theory is that Turk was just a placeholder uh, coach. Since the start, that was the plan. That was the plan when they hired Turk. I don't think he was the 10-year coach, 5-year coach no. since yeah. the start. Well, as, and, we were, um, as we were talking about yeah. on Twitter, there are no 10-year coaches. No, yeah, yeah, there's, yeah, there's, yeah, there's yeah, barely yeah. a 1-year yeah. coach these days. Like, yeah, he wasn't the 5-year coach. He was there as a placeholder. And, yeah, to, but, to, to get the team to, yeah. to like each other, yep. to be a player's coach. Okay, let's have some fun. Let's play a north-south system. Yeah, and and figure it out from and, there. Run and, and gun the, and get yeah. And then that's excited. that that surprise run to the Stanley Cup. That's and and the playoff happen. and the playoffs last year got the fans really attached to Turk. Which I mean, Turk is a really likable guy. He's a he's he has a personality. I mean, I'm I'm I still think he's a good coach, but he like he won the Jack Adams of obviously because mm-hmm. of that run, but and he he's he wins. Wherever he goes, but he—I think he just butted head 
with the, management. With management. I think that's stubbornness they share with. It's very stubborn, yeah. Well, yeah, and and, and so and that was my take, and I and I told this to you guys earlier when we were hanging out a little bit, is that um, one of the things that I noticed is that when Turk comes in to a roster that was there already, and he just has to deal with it, that's when it, he does really well because he's like, okay, well, I have to use these parts because these are the only things I can do. And that's exactly what happened during the inaugural season. It's like, hey, this is your roster. It might suck, but this is what you have. Make the best of it. That's why I actually think he'd be a good fit in like a place like Seattle because as soon as you give him any sort of leash, he becomes stubborn and starts getting set in certain ways that are bad. Um, so that's what my observation has been. If he's on an expansion team and he has no choice but to play that roster and he's pretty much stuck with it, okay, he does it. Well, yeah, I, like everybody's calling for Detroit. Like, is he going to play Abdelkader at all? Is he going to play well, Dave said it's, like, It mean, works out because it's like an expansion team. Yeah, like that's Dave what I said earlier. It'd be just like, you know, on an expansion team anyway <laughs> because most of their upcoming thing is uh, their youth and their – Kids in Grand Rapids. Yeah. Besides, you know, Dylan Larkin or Mantha, but, yeah. you know. I, but he doesn't I, de- develop prospects well, though, because he doesn't want to play them. Well, I, th- I think when, when you start to look back at it, so first year they, they make the magical run. Obviously, you're not getting rid of him. He wins the Jack Adams. Yeah. He's there, regardless of what happened with Tatar and how he made or didn't make. Or Perron. Or, yeah. Uh, the GMs look good, bad, whatever. He, you're not getting rid of him. Second year, they kind of flounder through the year. You're still not making a change that year because you're still one year yeah. removed from the best expansion uh, team in the history. Yeah. And then they get to the um, first round, and then obviously you can call whatever you want, but they lost that round. I think that's when there was some sort of conversation between the GMs and him about what what needs to happen moving forward. Because at that point, you had a couple people up. You could make some moves or you couldn't. You had Gusev here. You had uh, Howla still here coming off of an injury. You had Miller who had just become in the doghouse, which made no sense. What, yeah. I remember. That story still never come out why he was scratched in the first game. Well, maybe he could the, hit the net every once in a while. but yeah, he, I'll take him over England or Holden. I'll take him in this roster over England or Holden At least he can right move now. the puck uh, forward. Yeah. yeah, he can move the puck forward. And I think he was the main reason why Eakin stayed. Because a lot of us yeah, so, yes. so, so, so thought... That's, so that's where I was going with yeah. that. Is Okay, so you have some roster decisions. And I think the GM sat down and said, Okay, let's give him the opportunity to, to have the roster he wants. I'm sure Turk sitting in there saying, Hey, if we got past the first round, we would have made a deep run. Okay, let's see if we can do it. And it didn't work. I mean, you lose Gusev. Gusev is... is Playing really well. Yeah, he's point a game now. Yeah, yeah. He, he's point six five for the year. Hollis point seven points per game for the year. So you get rid of those two, all to keep Eakin, Reeves. Whether anybody, his job's not to score goals. Okay, Tatar well, has his most goals in Montreal. I mean, yeah. to, be, to be fair, like Reeves Re- scored more, go- Re- more goals than Glass, though technically. Yeah, <laughs> I mean, to be Reeves fair, has more goals than Eric Carlson. Yeah, I mean, Joe to be Thornton. fair, Reeves is uh, like I'd take Reeves if he's paid less. To be honest with you, like if he's making the minimum, I'm okay with him in this roster. But he's just he's making two point two. Okay, That's you know, so much no, he's money. making two point seven five. Two point seven five. Yeah, yeah. I'm thinking of Holden's contract. Yeah, Holden two point two, Reeves yeah. two point seven five, yeah, three point eight five. If 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 Reeves is getting is making like one point two, I'm I'm totally okay with it. But well, he's not. Yeah, but and, it's and not. One of the questions that I actually wanted to ask you guys, because I'm really curious what your answers are going to be, is knowing that this is a different coach and say everything goes well and, you know, they make it pretty deep in the playoffs, but, it's, you know, they end up like, say, losing in the Western Conference, just just for an example. 
Um, come next season, when they're going to look at rosters, making trades, and looking at players, are they going to change the type of two-way player that they were trying to get before? Okay. No, 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 no. Because no, 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 no. no. if, you, if you listen to everything that DeBoer says, he wants to roll four lines. Yeah. He wants yep. to play north, which is two-way. south, yeah. But you have to yeah. Play, I mean, if you look at the Sharks teams, excluding this year... If you look at previous years, Pavelski, very good in his own end. Yep. Couture, phenomenal in his own end. Hurdle's pretty Meyer, good. Meyer, very good. Hurdle, very good. I mean, you have even, four even Kane, phenomenal. too. Yeah, yeah. I was just going to mention Kane. Yeah, and Kane's a penalty killer for that team. I mean, and the players that get a lot of play for him, Melker Carlson. Yeah. Um, all two way players. Yeah, they're all two way players. So I don't think that changes at all. I think you'll thrive with Smith and. Stone mm-hmm. and Carlson, Carlson, you'll yeah. you'll thrive with all of those. That's yeah. another reason why those series between the Sharks and Knights are so good because they play so similar styles. Yeah, yeah. And the the um, and the thing, let's we can transition talk about our new coach now because we 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 just talked about our old one and Pete DeBoer. A lot of backlash has happened. It's a lot of people looked at Pete DeBoer. They don't look at like a lot of Golden Knights fans look at it and it's like, oh, it's the Sharks coach. He's a really good coach, you yeah. know. It, it, I understand the emotional part of it, but let's take that out because I been to the Cup final twice. T- twice, yeah. He's above, well above five hundred for his career. Mm-hmm. The only place that he wasn't above five hundred is Florida, and no coach has been. Yeah. So except Gerard Gallant. Yeah, Turk actually <laughs> yeah. made. Yeah. Um, so I, I think I think it's a fantastic move. I think he is the best coach out there. For the system, for for roster construction of the Golden Knights, and it's very, it's he's very different from Turk too, because Turk was a players coach. Correct. You're he, have to he, earn he played your ice time here. Yeah, he yeah. played. He he was a player. Turk was a player. DeBoer wasn't. He was. He didn't play in the NHL. He was. He he had. He was he a, a law, law degree. Yeah. He had a law yeah. degree. He's more of a business kind. Of, he 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 thinks. I think he. Fe- I feel like he thinks like McPhee and. He embraces analytics. Yeah, he yeah. embraces yeah. analytics, which is positive yeah. instead of just uh, well. Yeah, the eye test. Yeah. Yeah. Eye yeah. test. It. Yeah, it's. A, I think analytics and eye test. You got to put those both together. You can't just have one way or the other. And well, yeah. Gallant, Gallant needed glasses then. Yeah. yeah. Well, one he needed glass. One thing that I've heard <laughs> exactly. a lot, which really, really multiple glass. Is, <laughs> yeah. um, that that didn't make any sense is everybody thinks that because of what DeBoer did in San Jose. With a point shot system, that that's all of a sudden what the Golden Knights. No, no, they don't have it. We don't. What he don't. did is he went in and realized that he had Brent Burns. Brent yep. Burns let and me, Eric Carlson. Let me build yeah. a system around. Well, Brent Burns first. Yeah, Carlson yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. So let me build a system around Burns, and he turned him into a into a um a Norris Norris, Norris winner. winner yeah. yeah, yeah, and led the team in, in points. Yeah, you never know; he might turn Theodore into a Norris winner. Or Theodore Hague. doesn't have have the uh, the shot the power. Hague's got yeah. the shot. He he's Theodore. The shot is actually Coglin. Yeah. yeah. If at some point they ever bring Coglin up, he would be fantastic yeah. in that system if, if they can figure that out. Yeah. yeah. It was, well, it was originally wasn't it wasn't it Miller except that he can't hit the broadside of the barn. Miller can't hit anything in Florida. Yeah. Well, um, he, 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 he missed the, he, he missed the net from an inch away. <laughs> Three feet away. He missed the he, net. He had I was like, oh, that's on he, brand. He also can't really you know hit the net when he's sitting in the penalty box three or four times a game. That's yeah. true. Too. Yeah. That's yeah. True. Miller, Miller did have a. Big penalty. The, the extra penalty. Hey, I still for, like Miller, so let's not bash yeah. Miller. But the yeah. the yeah. extra yeah. penalty for like like smacking Hague or like talking trash or whatever where, that he got yeah. there. That was, was like, just ridiculous. You took my roster spot. Uh. <laughs> <laughs> That's funny. No. Yes. Yeah. So you got two more games before the break. 
Nothing really is going to change either no. of those two. I, he, he said in his post-game press conference he has three practices in the next four days, so he's excited about that. But he's not going to be able to implement anything. No. You're not going to see any actual changes until they Especially come Especially lineups and stuff. Yeah, I think, I think Carlson, I think they sat him down. We talked about it. Because I think he's been nursing that injury from before the year. Yeah. From the what, where he couldn't take face-offs? Yeah, whatever yeah. it was, whatever upper body injury it was, he doesn't have a point this year. It's January 15th. Yeah. He doesn't have a point. Not yeah. an assist, that's not a, good, a secondary assist, that's a not good anything. point. Yeah, so hey. I, I think they just said, okay, hey, let's get you some rest right now because you can miss three games and get two full weeks off. So then he comes back. Hopefully Glass will be back by that point. And then you can see what DeBoer wants to do with his lineup. Yeah. I think Glass is going to be out longer because uh, his injury is the same injury he got. Uh, in the Winterhawks? With the Winterhawks. It's just on the other <laughs> knee. Yeah. But to be young again and fall like that and only... It was only... It was yeah, only, yeah, right? Yeah, no when, him, when he did that when the Winterhawks, though, it was under a month. When he was was back. it? No, it was a little yeah, bit. He long. was back pretty no, quickly. Was back oh, really was it? Right. I thought he was. It was like it was like three weeks. Really fast. He was skating. He was skating in two weeks, weeks and yeah. it was it was. It could have been a lot worse. But yeah. I think that they was sent less. Him here to get it checked out, they were fine. He sent they sent him back. Yeah, yeah, and it was less bad than I think the one that happened here was. Yeah, but it's a it's it's a it's a really crazy transition, and a lot of fans are are just refusing to accept the bore right now. Like and, all the, the people I mean, like literally saying they're going to get rid of their season tickets over it? Yeah, yeah. There's a lot of people who are saying like the, 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 goal, the players are not going to respond because of what happened through the playoffs. You get paid here, to play yeah. hockey. Like, here's, you're here's a professional hockey player. Yeah, this is a, like a lot of fans <laughs> are treating the Golden Knights players like they're little kids. They're not. They are professionals. They make more than everybody in this room times ten combined. Yeah, exactly. Well, hey, like, I'm an well, overpaid teacher. Oh, so that's, right. Yeah. What, that's right. That's what, yeah. what, what, right. What's your cap hit again? <laughs> Eight million? I think, a, I think a big thing is with his introductory press conference today, he'll win a lot of the fans over. Yeah. Anybody that was just freaking out yesterday. Because yeah. if you look at um, – we talk about uh, AJ and Jack all the time. They do a fantastic podcast. Yeah. Yeah. In the morning, they were freaking out. Oh, yeah. They were losing their Same fucking here. I was, mind. It, it, it was just channel, so, it's a shock to the system. I and, get it. But then by the time they recorded their podcast in the afternoon, they had already yeah. talked themselves into it. Yeah. I think a lot of fans are that way. They're going to just lose their shit because how could you fire Turk? You're three, game, yeah. you're three points out of first, Especially whatever. and hire the enemy. Yeah. So, so yeah so I got just, friends back east who are asking me, so you're three points out of first place. Why are you doing this? So I'm like, but it's only it because the Pacific reaction. sucks. But so bad. Saying, I don't understand this knee-jerk reaction thing. And I mean, everybody around, I mean, you talk, listen to any of the major guys and they all say the same thing. It's knee-jerk reaction. It it's no not, sense though, because yeah. the Pacific, so if, if Vegas were in any other division, would they even hit, get a wild card spot right now? Or before this game? Possibly not, and if they kept on that slump, they they were done. If they were in any other division, they still had like a glimmer of hope because the entire Pacific is so bad. Yeah, and it's like I was trying to tell some of my friends back east in Michigan, New York, we had a bunch of them out that way. They're giving me a bunch of crap about the finals. Like, well, guys, I see it a little bit closer than some of you because I know how this team should be playing. I've yeah. seen it. We've all seen it. Yeah, but we haven't seen it much. Like even during that winning streak, we still didn't see. The full potential. Exactly. Right? With it, with this forward group, I understand the defensive, we don't have as much talent, but we can't... Th- this forward group, who's supposed to be scoring a lot, cannot finish. They're getting their chances. They're getting... The, the, the analytics looks great, but it's not coming up with results. Yeah, if I see so if I see another game that has like one goal with like eight bajillion high danger chances, I'm going to yeah. lose it. I think the biggest thing is the starts. If you look at the last, excluding tonight, obviously, they came out and got the first goal. But Buffalo, you got the first goal, but that was the first time you did. You still lost that game. Yeah. 
But the previous five, six games, you had not got the first, you had given up the first goal, and you first had been three. you'd been run out of your arena. You got run out by the L.A. fucking Kings. And, and <laughs> other than the <laughs> other other than the St. Louis game where we came back three to zero, that was the only time this team came back from a multi point. Two. More, two. Than two. more than two. Yeah, more than two. First time in the history yeah. of, of the franchise. So no, no, no. It, three, three was the biggest. Three, yeah. three, three is the biggest. biggest. First, first time over this, first this year. First time this year. Yeah, first time over three and first time over two this year. Yeah, because when they're down by two, it feels like they're... Done. Done. It's over. It's over, you know? And they, so, you like look at them and they just give up. Like when they're, yeah. you see them slow down and it's like, they're like, they don't they're care anymore. They're calling for the motions. Yeah. I think if you go back and now that you see what happened... The fans didn't see it. It's hard for them to see it, but I bet you the team saw it mm-hmm. because I bet you that the, they had a conversation with Turk at some point, and Turk had a, so the players loved Turk and they wore that on their on their chest when they couldn't win those games. And you see them just a defeated bunch because yeah, they're playing well, yeah, they're controlling the puck, all these possession stats, all these analytics, but they're not winning the game. And then yeah. they realized, okay, well at some point this comes to an end, and it did. Yeah. I mean, confidence is a big thing. Also, it's fantastic. I know that a lot of people have, have kind of wondered why it happened, but they did it when the Golden Knights are not going to have a home yeah. press availability until February 7th, yeah. the day before, February 8th, yeah. before they play. It's, it's they, smart. They don't have to talk to the media. They don't have to do anything. Just here you go. Like I said, most fans that were trying to give up their season tickets are, uh, I'm not going to Give it to them. me, man. I'm like, I'm not going to support DeVore. They won't even remember who, who, what Gerard Gallant's. Nickname was by the time that this. Oh, if he wins, if he played. wins the cup this season, which he's gotten to a final in his first season of coaching at first every team. First full season. First yeah, full so season. Probably yeah. next season. Well, this is a this is his first half season, yeah, yeah. so we don't know. He's so maybe that means half. he wins the cup because it's only a half a season. Yeah. Well, granted, it also came around the time when the prices were just announced. Yeah. And being it, the timing but, has just been. Really... Yeah, timing was out on that, so it was kind of one two things, and then we're like, okay, I've had enough. Also, well, I, fan, I wouldn't give up either. I mean, it's no. like, no, come on. This fan base is goofy because three weeks ago, people were calling for, before, I guess not three weeks ago, be, be, are in the beginning of the November. The five-game slump. They were calling for Gallant's head at that point, and then it happened, and now they're upset. So how yeah. do you... It, now, it, a lot it, of more there's two different fan bases, roster, really, to be honest with you. They wanted more like changes with the roster, with the lines. Yeah, but Turk's and, not going to do yeah. that. Well, that is... It, yeah. is the, one, yeah. the one I really liked was... Uh, so we, we all have a group chat going, the four of us, and... Uh, Last night, or the other night after that last loss against Buffalo, I, I asked these guys, I'm like, do you guys think that this is a coaching issue at this point and that they're going to do something about it? And then the, <laughs> two days later, or a day later? Yeah. It, was yeah. Yeah. No, it was the next morning. It was the next morning. It was the next morning after I asked that. It was after, after Buffalo. And, and here's the I, thing. You know what they say in hockey, right? You can't, you, you can't get rid of 23 guys, but you can get rid of one. Yeah, even, even which is the coach. That's what Flurry said. Flurry said it's easier yeah, exactly. to replace yep. two coaches than it is fifteen yeah. players. Well, the fun, the ironic thing, I'll, I'll let Summer Summer say this one, but um, uh, tell him about that St. Louis game after um, after right after DeBoer got fired so and like it was early. Right after, yeah, right after DeBoer got fired, and we were sitting there watching the Knights get their ass kicked again, and he was frustrated, and he said, "Watch." The Knights are going to fire Gallant, and they're going to pick up DeBoer. I well, like, I said they'll fucking hire DeBoer. Yeah. Like, just sarcastically all As pissed a, like, off. a sarcastic comment, and I kind of chuckled. I was it like, happened. It better not. And, and it happened. Then it happened, and yesterday, and I'm like... Well, I'm in the shower yesterday morning, like, getting ready for work, and she 
bursts open the door and she and Summer is not a morning person. She usually sleeps till like nine or ten o'clock, and it's like seven o'clock, seven thirty, or maybe eight o'clock. And and she bursts in the door and she's like, "Did you hear what happened?" And I'm like thinking like somebody died. Yeah. No, no, worse. Yeah, how I get the news is like. Uh, my phone just started buzzing, and I'm like, "What? Like, I'm still trying to like, like as I, yeah. and, and I checked. I was like, "Wait, no way!" And then my alarm went off, like to wake up. I'm like, "I don't need this alarm anymore." Yeah, because yeah. I was just like, "Oh!" And then I'm just like, the whole day off to just read everything on Twitter. So yeah, I immediately said, I "Down to clown." That was the first thing I said on Twitter after after I saw Jesse's. I think it was Jesse's it's, tweet. I usually get to work about six thirty. I get in my room. You know, uh, get my classroom set up, get a few things running, and my, then turn my computer on. I actually bring my breakfast with me, eat that, then open up my phone. First thing you see, send in. Go out fired. What? Yeah. I, thought, I had <laughs> to thought check. I actually had to check what day it is because, like, it can't I be April, right? <laughs> First thing I thought was, like, Ken, are you playing an April Fool's joke two months early? And then I saw everybody else's tweets. I could oh, not. I could God. not. Also, do you, you guys know who broke it, right? The Golden Knights Twitter yeah. account. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So they do, there was no leak. There was no window. Yeah. No, no Dragger. No Pierre LeBron. No Elliot Freeman. Nobody broke it. There was absolutely zero smoke whatsoever. Golden Knights come look out. Say, yeah, early, he's gone. Look how early in the morning here they posted it. Yeah. With them yeah. being on the East Coast. It yeah, but the PR department, I think, yeah, is. 730. It was like so it's 10 o'clock where it was. Yeah, so that gave yeah. him time to wake up and have McCrimmon well, sit you, down Did with you him. read the uh, the Gary Lawless story? No. He, he, yes. He, he kind of went over it and basically he got... The very next morning he gets called up to uh, the where the GMs were at or where not G, uh, where just McCrimmon was at. Yeah. And he walks GM. in and there's more staff in there and he's like, well, I know what's happening at this point. And it was that. And then his longtime assistant, whether he got fired or went with him, who knows? Yeah. Mike Kelly. Yeah, uh, which, you know, when, when those things happen, when, when a coach is fired, if it's an assistant like that, they usually get rid of yeah, They usually go with him. Yeah. But the other ones, and I, I guess I didn't realize this, um, Ryan Craig, um, or all the other assistant McGill coaches, and all them. were all hired by McPhee. Yeah. They were not hired by Gallant. So none of them were Gallant. Oh. Yes. Except for Kelly. Kelly was Kelly. the only one. They've, That's why everybody else stayed. Kelly Kelly has always been with Gallant. He was yep. uh, Kelly was with Gallant. Wasn't he on the Florida. Red Wings too? Yep. Yeah. No. No. Oh, not I mean, not coaching not wise. He's anyway. older. Yeah. Uh, Kelly's older than Gallant. Yes, yeah. he is. Coaching wise, they've just been tied to the hip together. Yeah. Coaching. Yeah. So yeah, they went together, but then all the other coaches were hired by by McPhee. I see. I didn't know that part. That that's Pryor, interesting. Pryor came from Washington. Um, yeah, McGill and Craig. I don't know where those I don't know two if, came yeah. from, but they but were both Pryor, hired by McPhee. Yeah. Pryor's huh. the one with he was with McPhee in, back in Washington. Yep. So I really hope that DeBoer can you know embrace the whole clown comment and come out to the home his his home opener I should say with like a little red nose or a wig. He's got quite a sense of humor. No, yeah. no, I mean he he's got a very sarcastic, so dry sense of humor. Accepting him. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, no, he he's got that sense of humor. You listen to his his like um, interviews, both like the the initial press conference when he first gets interviewed, yeah. and then you listen to the one after the game, and he's just joking around about yeah. like all the drama between the Sharks and the Golden Knights. But, but, Instead of the Knights coming out and saying 
out to John Wick, they can come out to circus music, and T-Mobile will just be a giant... Yeah, no, I don't want that. But, by yeah. the way, that, was, you, uh, that can that, be your that, game. That, go that, go wherever that, that, that happens. That might be a little far. He came out today in the press conference, in the early press conference, and said they had essentially buried everything by the beginning of this. Yeah. 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 He said, heat of the moment, the, it was, it was these playoff are, round. Yeah, these are professionals. Yeah, yeah. By the way, that's Summer, our new producer. Yeah. Studio audience. But then, um, but then even I, I especially like the post game one where he's talking about Ryan Reeves and the hugging. Gave it, yeah, give yeah. him. And he's like, yeah, I declined. See, <laughs> this, he offered it, but I yeah, yeah this, is, this is what I'm saying. The, 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 the players, these are professionals. Yeah. If you see him in the bench, they're laughing, they're joking around. It is Carrier still gave, weird, though. Carrier gave him gave him a smelling salt. Oh, that's hilarious. Yeah. So who are the players that are most? If you were them, or who do you think? Is most likely to be nervous about it. Obviously, Eakin. Eakin. His underlying numbers are. Uh, I think Marsh. I think in a different way, Marsh is so because he was always tight because it was Turk that gave him the chances in Florida and here in Vegas. Did you see what happened after the game? Yeah, he, that's he, what I was saying. Yeah, I was gonna. The puck I was him. gonna go. To, yeah, Marshall grabbed the puck and gave it to uh, DeBoer, yeah. which is uh, which is pretty awesome. I'm yeah. not gonna lie. So, yeah, yeah I, I, mean, I just think I think I think line changes are coming. Yep, I yeah. think you're gonna. I think you see somebody from the AHL other than somebody that we've seen before. I don't think you see a period. I don't. I don't Wah think was it, obviously first yeah, call up. I don't, I don't think. Well, Cole's I, think, are. I, think I think you see a defenseman. I think Wah came up because of the Carlson. Thing. No, they knew that. Yeah. yeah. Anybody that and I can't believe that Jesse even had to say this. Like, oh, oh yeah, Carlson yeah. doesn't want to play for DeBoer. You're right. Guy that just signed a five point yeah. million dollar deal for eight yeah, years. Yeah, that's is gonna. That's he's ridiculous. gonna have two more coaches in his time. Yeah. Yeah. If you look at, at the average McPhee's, coach. Yeah. Or yeah, two and a half NHL years. average McPhee or, or McPhee's average, he's gonna have two more coaches in here. Yeah, he'll have four coaches through that eight years. It's fine. We'll win that cup whenever <clears throat> McPhee gets fired, but everybody else in his system is still there. Yeah, <laughs> um, I don't think we're gonna see uh, Elvinus unless it's no, at the no, end. No, of I don't think you'll see a different forward. I, I yeah, think defense only, like uh, yeah, Coglin or Coglin, Either they try Coglin or Whitecloud, or yeah. they make a trade. One yeah. of the two. Because Coglin, I or think both. Coglin's having a really good season down in the A. They, so I'll be honest, like if you look at it like yes, they really need a defenseman, but yes, they also need left wingers. They don't have they I mean if you go past Marcus yeah. Salt and Pacioretty, you yeah. have like ones that are versatile that are like Stevenson that don't always play that. Yeah, and no then shake. you have Carrier. And no shake too. And Carrier's <laughs> fast, but like they don't have any like good finesse left you know, winger that can play a third line. You know, uh, third line you know who's a good left winger? Tatar. Uh so Peron. yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Peron. Yep. Yeah. But to be fair, if God, we have Tatar. If we have ah. if, if we have Tatar, we won't have Pacioretty. So. That is also very. I rather have Pacioretty. Yes. Yeah. A hundred out of a hundred times. Yeah. 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 Um, current longest tenured coach is John Cooper, and he was hired in 2013. And the majority <laughs> of the coaches in the league have been t- hired from 2016. Joel Quinville is the 18th longest tenured coach. At He's coached months. 45 games for the four. At ten months. Yep. He, although he is one of the best coaches in the league, though. So. Yeah. So. Yeah. No, I never used to say that until he finally won a cup because I used to say, "Well, you're just Detroit's bitch." But you know, <laughs> then, they finally, then they finally won a cup. Three of them. St. Louis could never, ever, three, ever beat yeah. Detroit in the playoffs back then. Uh, I and just random fact, but I thought that was fu- really funny is that I realized that St. Louis has only ever played Boston in the Stanley Cup final. Oh yeah, that's yep. true. Yeah, that's just true. just fun yeah. fact. But like, I thought about that the other day. I'm like, no shit, that Bobby Orr, and then. I guess it went the other way. Um, 40, so, 50 some years later. So are we are we are we done with the coaches? Did we get that out of our system? Where, I, where do you stand on it? I mean, I was in full I'm support of it. I, 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 I am down to clown. I am yeah. I, I support the bar. Um, I, I, I 
super shocked. I with Turk. I still was like, I if we have kept Turk, I'd be okay with it still. I knew we needed to change, and I understand why they fired Turk. I was okay with either or, but the boar, yes. I just wish it would have happened before they tied their wagon to Eakin over Goose yeah. or or Hala, but can't go back in time with that. I'm happy with it. I, yeah. I think yeah. the board I do like is the perfect coach. I think he's the perfect fit for him. I well, really it's a time of opportunity because uh, like if if that had happened that way and they fired gone in the off season, then we Probably wouldn't have gotten DeBoer. DeBoer. It would have been somebody Correct. else. Correct. And, yeah, that's why that and think and think about it. If you win the cup with DeBoer, think how well will do the Sharks fans. In my opinion, <laughs> I'm not convinced. That's, I'm all about that. They will lose yeah. their mind. Yeah. Miss, yeah. They miss the playoffs. They win the lottery. It goes to Ottawa. And Golden Knights win the cup with the same season with the boar. If, I'm all about that. If each of us had a dollar for every times this year, we have said something needs to change. Mm-hmm. We be able to afford season tickets for the next how many years? Well, you already can because you're a rich teacher. Yeah, yeah. Well, that's right. I'm sorry. But uh, <laughs> so, what about the roster? Do, we, do you guys still think uh, we need to change yes. the roster? I yeah. see another puck moving defenseman coming in at the near the trade deadline. Yeah. Who it could be? Who knows? Um, yeah, so I, I want to... The best rumor I heard out there that I loved was uh, Dougie Hamilton, but he broke his leg today. Oh, yeah. shit. So it won't there be him. That. So here's the, here's the thing, though. It's going to cost the Golden Knights some assets. Yep. And here's my question. Because normally when you make these trades, it's always not just draft picks. Especially if the Golden Knights... Do not want to trade the first round, especially with this d- deep draft coming I, I, up. I don't think a first, I don't think another first rounder moves this year. Okay, no. it moved so, in the Hall deal, but I don't think another. So here's the here's the here's the question: Which prospects in the Golden Knights system do you guys think has value enough, and the Golden Knights management are willing to move? Jimmy Schultz. No, he has no value. No, no. no, no I value. actually think someone on the current roster. But Alex as a prospect, Tuck. I don't think they move Tuck. They I, I, think, I, think, I, think, I, don't, I don't think they do. But I think I Tuck under DeBoer yeah, is they're going to give DeBoer all all that opportunity. I think Tuck has the biggest opportunity to shine in this. Yes, system. completely agree. He's so, kind of regresses. I actually, but he has the most potential to be. I thought that it'd be Stastny player. personally. No, you're not moving Stastny because here's the thing. What line crushed DeBoer and the Sharks? Yeah, in the playoffs, the Stone Stastny line. Yeah, yes. he's not moving that line. Yeah, that's he's a good just point. gonna say, "Hey guys, it's do cool you, that you, you guys wear white. Yeah. It's cool that you guys wear white, uh, but this is our top line. This yeah. line right here. We're not trying Stevenson. We're not putting glass with him. We're not doing any of that. You three go out there, and they won the game for him today. Yeah. So I, they're 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 gonna they're gonna trade a prospect. I, if they're trying to if they're trying to get a so who are the who are the untouchable? Okay, here's. Krebs. Krebs is an untouchable. Yeah. Okay, and I think is there everybody. Another one beyond that. I, I don't think, think there everybody is. else is touchable. Correct. Yeah. yeah. Dugan, 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 Dugan is touchable. Gonna be the, the Russians are touchable. Alvin is. Yeah. Alvin is touchable. Uh, Coglin, White Cloud. I don't think Coglin and White Cloud have any actual. Value. Yeah, I yeah. don't think so. They, they don't have value. They, but those, they, they, they not have without value, playing in the NHL. And they have value to be a. Second pairing, third pairing defenseman on yeah. this team, but not you're not moving. Yeah, they're not. That. They are not a yeah. top so, pairing defenseman. So I think the the, the prospects we do have like value on is obviously Krebs, but I don't Krebs think we're moving. Nope. Uh, Dugan has some value, and I think Elvinus has some. The I thing about think Dugan, Dugan has that much value. Everybody's I, losing their I mind. Think, I think I think going to win the Hobie Baker. I think the biggest He's downside. Slow? 
I think the biggest downside with Duga is he, he's not an, under contract too, and he can, he can choose to stay in college. Correct. Yeah. yeah. So, so they, they can't move him. You're probably right. He's not. Yeah. He doesn't have value then. But I don't yeah. think. And Corey Proman just put out his uh, his midseason ranking, and he had Dugan like in the yeah. mid sixties. Like, yeah. I, he's not the, an elite prospect. The, the Russians, I think, have, like it's not gonna be. He's gonna go with draft picks, but the prospects are. I'm just saying the prospects are there. We don't have an awesome it. prospect pool right now anymore, really. If in the off season, it was rated number eleven. Yeah. But if you look. Especially, the, it hurt when you lost Suzuki. Suzuki yeah. was, is going to be a star in the and league. I think he's going to be very good. Brandstrom, I don't think hurts that much. And not as much I, as Suzuki. Not as, not as much as we thought they, at the time. I think yeah. that they got so much value out of Brandstrom just because of halfway through an AHL year they were showcasing him yeah. to make the move. I think it's insane that a first pick didn't go with the Mark Stone thing. That's crazy. Yeah. Oh, that was because Brandstrom, oh, no, Brandstrom but, was the first. pick. Yeah, exactly. But it's it's starting was the first to come out pick. more and more now. You guys know why that didn't happen, right? Why? Stone said, "I'm only going to. I'm only I'm, signing a long-term Vegas, extension yeah. in Vegas." So, so Stone forced their hand. Wow. So they got as much value as they could at that point. And that was Brandstrom. So Eakin was good for yeah. something then, because that was it. That was getting him there. Yeah. Why? Because they're Winnipeg boys. Yeah. Yeah. So I think that, that, I guess that that was the value of Eakin as he got. Stone no, I think it's Pacioretty because they're best friends. Yeah. yeah once, once Stone said that he was going to sign with Vegas, they kind of just limited how much they could get out of him. One, yes. one, one more. Little comment, just because you brought that up. The last thing that you just said, Carlo. These players are professionals. Yes. Stone and Pacioretty hated each other, wanted to fight each other. Every game they were at each other's throats. They they are now playing on the same line together. They love each other. They want to do everything. It's the same thing Anybody that thinks that the players are not going to play for DeBoer... You are delusional. You've never followed hockey in your life where you don't understand. Yeah, professional sports. sports. Yeah. Yep, yeah. Exactly. May, He's may, joking around with yeah. Ryan Reeves on his first day. Yeah. yeah. Give right. him a hug. Not and Ryan really. Reeves it's a, was happy. It's a yeah. business. I mean, if the average NHL coach is under three years, most all of our players have played in the league longer yeah. than five years. They've all seen coaching changes. It's going to happen again. Well, and, and think about it. You get a new boss and you don't like him. You don't want to work for him. Are you just going to walk up and leave? Yeah. No. Yeah. You, you need to get paid. Exactly. You need to make money. And yeah. and you're under contract. That's the other big thing is that it's not just like a normal job. It's not employment at will. You're under a freaking contract. And, the, and uh, these these guys have played organized sports their entire lives. They they know how to, how this – that's just how locker room works. You guys got to – if you guys want to win, you got to be a team. Yeah. You know, you got to get along with these guys. And, you know, that that's how it is. And we are both not only just emotionally invested, but most of us here are, are absolutely 100% financially invested in this team in some way, shape, or form. And you know what? When, when I'm financially invested in something, I want it to win. I want my team to win. I don't care what gets us there as long yeah. as it's legal. It's not cheating. As long as it's legal, <laughs> I banging, want it to Astros. <laughs> banging on trash cans. That's that. that yeah. <laughs> Yeah, that's yeah, what so, I'm so, so somebody brought up they didn't want to win a cup with with the boar or something like that. Yeah, I could not believe it when I saw that tweet. Fuck. Holy crap! My point on this is okay. So favorite players: Theodore, Mark Stone, whichever one doesn't matter. If you told me right now we have to trade either one of those for nothing, but we win the cup this year, I'll take it. Yeah, move on with life. Yeah, yeah. I'll yeah. take it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. As the a- cup is the only thing that matters. Yeah, as much as we like Turk and he's this or that. The cup is the only thing that matters. I don't think this team was ever winning a cup with Turk. I don't think so either. I, I really don't. Um, that wasn't the original plan. Like I said, if it were gonna, Patrick was three years. If it were going to happen, it would have happened that in the inaugural season. Uh, it, it, wouldn't, it wouldn't happen any other time with him. It was, I mean, I, I get when you guys want to root for individual players and individual uh, like coaches and stuff, but 
team first. We, we root for the Golden Knights. You know, that's, I think that's what's first. We want to win. We root, we root for the players that's playing that for, for them, and that's great and all. And once they leave the team, you can root for them when, wherever they yeah. go to. We all have our favorite players. But at the end of the day, you root for the Golden Knights. Absolutely. You know, well, it's like, like, yep. there, are, there are fans that, that switch to the Golden Knights because one of their favorite players came here. I know a lot of Flurry fans that switch that was to the, the main, Golden Knights. Yep. Yeah. Stone, you know, I, th- I think. Stone. Yes. But those are East Coast teams that you can root for a second. Yeah, team. exactly. Or, like, or, I got my East Coast team. Or 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 yep. or people that don't have a hometown team that just rooted for that player, and then once they move teams, it's easy for them to like switch allegiance to a, a whole team because they're rooting yep. for the player, not the team. I got a former student of mine that's in his mid twenties now, doing pretty good. He. Doesn't follow NBA teams. He follows LeBron James. Exactly. That, that kind of thing. Those fans exist. But if you're a yeah. Golden Knights fan, it doesn't matter who's in this team. I'm rooting. But this is just me, personally. I'm rooting for the Golden Knights. And you want to win a cup. Yeah. I will root for whoever's playing for the Golden Knights. Because I want them to succeed. Because if they succeed, that means the Golden Knights are succeeding. Do yep. it for the logo. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, you're, you're doing it for the win. Like, it's, it's all about them Ws. It's about, it's about the name at the front of the jersey, not at the back. Absolutely. Yeah. So moving forward with the move now, what do you think? Where do you think Golden Knights ceiling is? Is it a cup team that's uh, currently constructed? It's. It, I think let's say no moves other than what's in your farm. Zero system. moves at all. Zero, other than what's in your farm system. I think is it a cup team? I think they're a second tier contender. They're not in the level of the Boston's of the St. Louis, St. Louis, the Washington. But as we've seen, la, like Tampa last Bay. year. Tampa Bay, yeah. I've seen last year, those second-tier teams or even third-tier contenders can win the cup. Yeah. Anything can happen in the playoffs. Why not? I, 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 I think as long as they're top three in the Pacific, yeah. you have a clear path to the Western Conference Finals. Even currently constructed, nothing else. You, you can only bring from farm system. I think they can beat the Pacific. The Pacific is not that good. Make the playoffs. It depends that's, on how the wild card okay. settles up. That's what I'm saying. you I, you got to be top three. I mean, I think... You almost want to be two, because number one, you could end up playing Colorado as a wild, or like no, so, Colorado, not Colorado, no, no. but the Stars or somebody as like a wild. Winnipeg, no, no. Like Winnipeg, like Winnipeg. The top three in the Central is pretty much not set, but it's they're well beyond Winnipeg, Nashville, Minnesota. I think it might be one Pacific and one Central. Yeah. Now that you it start depends to look the, at it, now it depends on the seeding. You and might play on Nashville. Nashville. Nashville lost again today. Yeah, Nashville. I don't think Nashville's good. No, I don't think they make it. So it's Winnipeg is going to be your wild yeah. card. I have no fear in playing Winnipeg. Nope. They have an AHL defense. Yep. So make the playoffs. <laughs> so we, it doesn't matter as long as you're not the second wild card having to play St. Louis. As long Ugh. as you you are either first wild card playing the Pacific or. Top three in the Pacific, I'm fine with that. St. Louis, Colorado yeah. would be a good season. Like I said, just make the playoffs I, I and anything can happen. I don't think these, like I said, I don't think this team is a top tier best team in the league because those those are like... They could like win I a said, cup though, the, the, for sure. Yeah, they can win the cup. I think they're still contenders. I, I, think, I think they have the talent too. I think they could beat anybody in, in a seven-game series in the West other uh, than St. Louis. Yeah. I think St. Louis is, is the clear cream of the crop. And they're doing this without Tarasenko. Tarasenko will be back by yeah, the playoffs. Oh, play God. Yeah. I forgot so, about that. So I, I think I think St. Louis is that. the one team you don't want to play, obviously. I mean, I think and co- I don't think you can make way, a move to be better than, than St. Louis, yeah, even I, with making a move. I, 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 what I about think, Colorado? I, yeah, Colorado, I was going to say Colorado, we just got twice now. We got whooped by Correct. Colorado. So if you're only looking at those two games, fine. Yeah. But Colorado has a lot of bad games. Yeah. And they're only like two or four points ahead of... That's true. Uh, 
uh, the Golden Knights right now in point standing. Yes. So it's not they're not this juggernaut team. <clears throat> they have a fantastic three players. They have a fantastic young defense, but they're still a year or yeah, two away. Yeah, but Belmar scores every time they play us. Good so. point. Um, <laughs> and if they're willing to move uh, Bynum, if they're willing to move their top pick last year for something this year, I, I it makes don't, no sense. Why it they make, they're why not going to do that. But why were they not in on the Taylor Hall thing? They have cap I, space. They, they, they could have been, but I think... Maybe they're Arizona waiting. Just Maybe New Jersey just liked the deal better from Arizona. Oh, there's not yeah. that many UFAs. Is no, there? there's not. Crider's your next biggest one. And Crider's probably not moving because... This is not a big New UFA season. No, it's really not. You know, you know what they could use? Season. Another center. Like Cody Eakin. Yeah. Oh, yeah. That'd be perfect. <laughs> <laughs> but you know, um, you know the, the other thing about teams like Colorado, though, is if they really feel like they're going to get into it, they could potentially trade for somebody that has a contract and... Just, yeah, yeah. If, if they, yeah. If, if they have the assets and the yeah, and the because the, they have the space and the assets. Yeah. So. Somebody from uh, the Kings who are in a clear rebuild, uh, like, like so, so, yeah, someone like uh, from from Ottawa, like Pago, maybe you know. I he's, wish. A, he's a he's a UFA. He yeah. should get moved. But I wish Shabbat could be in Vegas. Yeah, that would be awesome. But now. A lot of things with the trades, though, too. A lot of people say, oh, they, you need to trade this person and that person. You got to get that one. So like, well, but yeah, you got to give something away. You got to give something away, but you also got to have the other team to agree with it. Exactly. Because it's, like it's so yeah. easy to say, yeah. dump this person, trade that person. Like, you got to see it from two sides here. You just got to work for both teams. And a lot of people put out there, like, we can do this and this and that. I'm like, oh, just give him, just give him Eakin. It'll give us an elite defenseman. I'm like, it's not how it works. That's why McDavid's not here yet. Yeah, if I, if only you, right. Your, your window to trade Eakin was in the off season. Now yeah. you just yeah. you, you either, you're stuck with him. If or, the only way they move Eakin this year is if they have another deal in place and they need that three point eight five million. That's the yeah, only yeah. way you move him. Yeah, because you're not moving him just to waste cap space. Yeah, because you'll have to bribe somebody to take him. You'll have yeah. to, you'll have to move him for Couldn't, probably a third at worst. Could maybe. you waive him? And his cap? No, it's no. guaranteed. It's a one-way deal. Ah, yeah, crap. Doesn't matter. No, the, yeah. you you have some you relief. You can send him down. No, you have some relief. Three point eight five. Yeah, but, you, but, pay, but, you but, have some cap relief, which is the the league uh, maximum. Uh, I mean, minimum. Minimum. Yeah, which is like se- uh, seven seven point five million. Uh, no, no, seven hundred thousand. Seven hundred thousand. Yeah, that's that's how much you'll save if you send him. That's to it. The HL. No. Yeah. Oh. Mm-hmm. I have confidence in the team, but I'm still going to take a wait and see approach here. I yeah. mean, I guess that's just the science teacher. I mean, look for the results after. Yeah, you know, but, but there's and there's no downside to looking at what's going to happen next season either. Absolutely, like and that's that's my biggest thing is you know even if because this is halfway through the season, it could go either way. It could yeah. really like it, it could just be a struggle for the rest because everybody's getting used to each other and the new and whatever new systems so, there are, and, or it could go right to the. That's cup. another thing people forget about too. They say, "Well, we have no cap space. How are we doing this?" Like. Guess what comes off of the books this summer? Yeah. A lot of eight, cap space. 8.5. So you, you, uh, Ekim, Ekim comes off. Uh, Holden comes off. 2.2. Uh, Reeves comes off. Those are, the big, those, are the big, those are the big ones that comes off. So that's 8.5 right there, plus no the cap will go up. Out. Yeah, no sec you got to figure out. He's a UFA. Cap will go up by um, between yeah. 1 and Carrier 3 Carrier needs a new contract. Uh, he'll be a he, yeah, he's, he's going to be... Yeah. He's 1.2. He won't be yeah. much. The next TV contract is two seasons, I think. Subban needs a new contract. He'll be, he'll be league minimum. Yeah. Again. When that new TV deal comes in in a couple years old, too, that's when the cap's really going to go up. What game was the Subban game where he gave one up at the end without even trying? Oh, Kings. Yeah. The Kings. Yes. Well, the Kings. they won five yes. two. He was yeah. literally still standing straight up. Yeah. I, they, nobody expected that goal. And they I shot off the face-off. Yeah. yeah. It was literally a shot off the face-off, right? Yeah. 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 I, I mean, I literally didn't even see it going. All of a sudden, I'm looking like, uh, what? Yeah, I was like, Wait. I actually, I thought, I thought it was, uh, 
whoever was taking the face off, I thought he won it so clean back that it went in. Oh. That's what I thought. But it didn't happen. It was other no, that was Wah in that, wasn't it? Yeah. It was, either, that... yeah, it was somebody that, and they won, it was either Wah or Stevenson. I, Wait, like, oh, I think it was Wah. Still not as bad as that, that uh, goal that, against with Matt Murray there. Yeah, but but oh yeah, oh my that god, when it bounced, bounce, oh my god, bounced over. So so you're saying like you look forward to next year? What are saying? We tag for Lafreniere because we need a left winger. Oh, yeah, that's right. You you put that as a poll. Yeah, I did. I, and yeah, I was going to talk about that until all this crazy shit happened. So well, I guess we can talk. talk about it. So uh, so so obviously everybody said we're going. We we they would. So I did it. Ryan the hockey guy. Yeah, Ryan the hockey guy did did a poll that was like, do you think the team's going to make the playoffs or not? And and like you know the voting was probably around like I want to say it was around twenty percent of the people said no, they're not going to make the playoffs. So I just put out a different poll because I was really curious to see like what the what my followers and just the Vegas Twitter would do. And so I put out a poll that said, would you personally rather tank this season for a really high draft pick? Or make the playoffs. Yeah, make the playoffs, man. Anything yeah. can happen. Because there's nothing the guaranteed about yeah. a, a if the draft pick actually works in the NHL. Absolutely. B if you win the lottery, and C yeah if the player even makes it ever to the NHL. So you play yeah. to unless win you get left in here. Yeah, because that that's like getting McDavid. Basically. Oh my god, that, he's that kid's so good. He's not. He's not McDavid. You need to calm, it's, it's, everybody calm down. Jack Hughes is not McDavid. No, there, no, 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 not McDavid. Nobody's McDavid. That's it. Okay, so Lafreniere's more like I'd say Eichel. Matthews? I, I could kind of see that. More than I can. That talent. I mean, talent-wise. I mean, he's talent. Okay, so who's the last elite talent on a wing? Patrick No. Patrick Reddy? Patrick Elite talent on a wing? No. Kane, come on. Calm down. Yeah, Kane. Uh, Drysaddle's a center, though. Drysaddle was drafted as a center. The That's only true. Reason he he's playing a wing, wing yeah, because they put him with, with McDavid. Yeah. So that they can actually score goals on at least one line. Yeah. But, no, yeah. Uh... I still think Lafreniere is that good, though. He's you watch the uh, the you watch the World Juniors. Yeah, but but Capo Caco looked amazing, and then he's not that great. He's good, but he's not like as amazing as he looked like during like the, the I think, freaking. I like, think Lafreniere looks better than Capo, though. So, but Jack Hughes also good. looked like a stud. Granted, he is on New Jersey, but yeah. Oh, the the kids, what, eighteen, nineteen? Yeah, the kids, eighteen. So sometimes it takes a while. Not everybody's gonna score five goals in their first game ever. So, Marner was the last yeah. elite wing. That's fourth overall. Pick. Oh, okay, yeah. Yeah. yeah, That's what I was trying to figure out. Is yeah, which is which Marner is a really good player. Oh, so correct. I, mean, I, I think Byfield's the first pick. No, oh. only because of center. I, I, I no, just think, I think center. By, yeah, Byfield's good, but he's yeah. not laughing yet. It depends on which team I think gets the number Agreed. one pick. I guess. Yeah, I guess if you have centers, then maybe you don't. Yeah. But, like this team, if if somehow they won that lottery, they would probably end up picking him because they don't need another center. Well, they need they, a winger. If Golden Knights, okay, Golden Knights aren't. Yeah, I know. I'm, <laughs> I'm, I'm just saying. Yeah, 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 but, yeah. But think about it, roster wise, if it were this team, they would probably pick a winger I, I over a center. I doubt it, man. Like sure. if they if you it does. It does if I, you have an old school guy, you're taking center. If you have yeah. an old, if you have McPhee, if you have that's true. No, I, I doubt I think Detroit takes. Bryce I think. I think. I think. No, I think, I think Ottawa doesn't know what. I think Lafreniere, Lafreniere is well, way ahead of Byfield, regardless of position. So based on the current standings, this is just a little fun tidbit, real quick. Would if Ottawa won the lottery, wouldn't they get the first and like the third or fourth? It, dep- it depends. Well, on no, the third. The third. You can. Full lottery is going to be one, two, three. Yeah, oh, they're, if they're one, the two, worst. Three. The worst they could pick is fourth, and yeah. then wherever the Kings finish. Yeah, because the Kings. No. Well, Detroit's the worst. Detroit's going to pick is four because let's yeah. let's face it, Detroit's going to finish last. <laughs> There's not even, not even close. <laughs> yeah. Last I looked, they had 27 points this season. But yeah. but I think I think 
Detroit well, more has, embarrassing is has 27 points. Goal differential. That's what I was just going to yeah. mention. That's the, that's the worst thing. one Jesus, man. There's only, it, they there's just, only one team that's worse than that. When, there's nobody that's worse no, than that. No, no only no, one. Or, I mean, only, there's only one team that's worse than that. I wonder what the record is. What's the record? Anybody know? That, that's got to be. Only I'll look that up right now. What, you mean win-lose? The worst no, ever? 81 worst, goal differential. Well, run differential. Goal differential. They've won 12 games. That means the other ones that they've lost by Poor Montreal, because three of them are against Montreal. Uh, so it's it's funny because, like... Somebody scored 10 goals against them <clears> the other day. It's it's funny because... No, eight. It was oh, eight, it was eight to two. So the, the total was 10. Detroit, oh. Detroit is so far down at last place right now. But if the, the, if the season ends today... Ottawa still has a higher chance of getting the first overall pick. Because they have pick. two different picks. Yeah, because <laughs> two, two different picks. picks. <laughs> oh, amazing. Because San yeah. Jose's in sixth. Yeah, yeah San Jose's sixth and so Ottawa's second in second. Six. Yeah, yeah, second and sixth. Six. So they have a high, still have a higher chance. So, so let me ask you, you know, this is more of a broad, not just Golden Knights, but with something like Detroit, are they purposely trying to lose? No. Well, the, player, the players themselves... They no, are, they no, are no. completely writing this year off. I don't, I'm not saying they're going out; they're trying to shoot the puck into their. Yeah, own. you're they're absolutely not, right. Yes. They're trying to lose, but they still have David Blashill as their coach, yeah. which has no chance of being their forever coach or their future coach. Yeah, like zero chance. Even though they signed an extension last year, there's no reason. Yeah, I mean, through how many more years? It was two. What? Yeah. So, well, hello, year, Turk. This year, or this year, or next. Welcome year. back to Detroit. Uh, no, the new contract starts next year, I believe. Isn't it, two more? Oh my god! Isn't he like seventy-five? Too? No, Wash, no, Wash no. Is, he's, that was no, the last he's guy. Mid fifties. He's fifty. But he's something. actually like top five tenured coaches in the league. Yes, <laughs> he is. Yeah. So, well, well way, turn, coach tur- turnovers. We just talked about that earlier. Well, Glant was up there with one of the most tenured until yeah, until he was. I think he was the longest tenured coach in the Pacific for a he bit was. there, right? Yeah. Right? Yep. No. Uh, am I mistaken? Uh, Vancouver. Vancouver's guy. Oh. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah, 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 Because yeah, yeah. Calgary, Bill Peters, Rick Tockett was the same year, I think. Yeah. Yeah. And hey, then, but they got fired. Yeah. yeah so. And then last year was uh, Anaheim and LA had got Montgomery fired. a couple years ago. Yeah. But it, it's... it's uh, Yeah, I think Detroit... The players themselves are not trying to lose the game because no. they're competitive. But they're not but going the manage- out of their way to win either. Yeah. But, <laughs> fair enough. But management... Yeah. Management, and I was like... Yeah. yeah. And a lot of things, obviously I watch more of their games than anybody else, but when they when when it snowballs, they start going through the motions, I think. Yeah. Well, that. and didn't didn't Iserman pretty much come out like directly at the start of the season and say this is not gonna be a good season? He's in his introductory conference back in April, he said, This is not gonna be a one or two year thing. This is gonna be like a five year thing. So I, I remember two years ago, uh before the goal the year before the Golden Knights came in the the um the league, Colorado has like a record-breaking bad season, is Detroit on pace to break that? No, that was no. The, that was the they already have more wins finished, in that team. They finished huh? dead last and um, didn't get the first pick. They got fourth. That was that was <laughs> no, the, yeah yeah that was the year. That was the, the that was the year they, that the one that hey, came in the same because yeah that was the year they hey, got Macar. They got Macar, but no, their the record them being last place was so bad. I remember, <laughs> but the uh, the McDavid Eichel draft. Was, 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 was it the best draft of all time, and everybody was trying to lose. Buffalo yeah. was trying to lose. Edmonton <laughs> was, yeah, I, yeah, they yeah. were competing to lose. Yeah. Uh, the worst goal differential in league history is uh, minus 265 oh, okay. by, by the Jose? Washington oh. Capitals in 1975. It was their sure. inaugural season. Inaugural season, and they won eight games the entire year. Wait, you're not – wait. Awesome. Who doesn't go to the cup finals in their inaugural season? Right? Like, what kind of... It's, it's like... No. What is this? Yeah, amateur hour? What is this? Like, we're... 
We're, we're not spoiled winning fans. Yeah. No, not at all. Especially me. All right. So what else did we talk about? So um, that was that was all I had on my pretty much just blank agenda, except for uh, our normal yeah. five minute major news from around the NHL. Yeah, we can go to that. It's uh, that's our gonna be the last. Oh, Jack Dugan, Holby Baker, yeah. nominee, uh, Lucas Alvarez. All star. The Wolves KHL don't All-Star. suck lately. Yeah, for the fans out there, the Hobie Baker is not what it used to be. No, yeah. no. the last good Hobie Baker winner was Jack Eichel. And yeah. Uh, Kach- uh, oh no, Kach- Makar, Makar. Yeah, Makar, yeah, Makar, 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 Makar won Makar last year. And, uh, uh, I think uh, Goodrill also won it. Yeah. Uh, it doesn't yeah. mean the kid's gonna come in and. Be yeah, they're good. not. He's not gonna be. He's not gonna be Makar. The fact he can be. The fact that Jimmy Schultz was up there with Makar as a finalist means well, that sh- no, that's a well, lot. Well, here's the thing. Schultz was also like 24. Yeah. So, Johnny I mean... Johnny Gaudreau. Here, here, here's, here's a question. Does Schultz ever play a, a game in the league? Nope. He did. He already did. Well, I mean, after Another that. One, sorry. Uh, maybe. Not for this team. I don't know. Uh, he's... He's an he's, RFA. He's under control. He's... Yeah, he's Doesn't doing... Matter. He's doing okay. Next year, they he's don't not, give, they, Next year, they don't give him a, he's, a one-way deal. So, he's they the... They don't uh, pay him that much to play in the AHL. So, next... Yeah, he's gone. So, in the okay. AHL... No, he's RFA. You know, he's, yeah, he's oh, not He's, he's, he's going to come back again. He's so, Bischoff's having a terrible season. Let's just say that. But, Sh- like, he... Schultz is the oldest one uh, other than Bischoff in that in that group they have down in the, in the A. And he's not the best... Defensemen they have. It's, it's Coglin and White Cloud. Yeah. They're they're the best defensemen down there. And White Cloud is just a year younger than Schultz. And Coglin is as old as Haig. I so I I have a like I really like Coglin. He's gonna I think he's gonna be a good asset. He's gonna I think be he'll a be surprise. phenomenal in yeah. the divorce system. Yeah. Yeah. But Schultz is he's supposed to be dominating there. Yeah. He's so, supposed to be making them Think about trading Merrill or Holden yeah. or England. He's or supposed like to be pushing for a roster spot in the NHL. And yeah. he's, not. he's not doing that. Not even close. He's not pushing Bischoff, for yeah, Bischoff, Bischoff is not. I, I, sorry, Tyler, but Bischoff has three points the whole season, is a minus 18. <laughs> for is a defenseman. For, yeah. What? Is that good? No. Is that good? It's not good at all. <laughs> you mean it's actually Tyler out there doing it? Yeah, yeah, I think Tyler would it's, have been. Would it's be literally better, yeah. Tyler. I, I know he says like, oh, in, a, in the NHL, his one shout out in the NHL, whatever. But he's not, he's not pushing for a roster spot in the big club right you know, now. And I, it's one, not even close. One thing that I wouldn't be super upset if they just tried at least for one game at some point is I just want to see one game to see what happens with Hagen Whitecloud on the same defensive pair. Yes, because they were amazing. And they just and knew they, each other. They like, they could like telepathically and, communicate. Here's the thing. Let's talk about Hague. You guys want to talk about? Because I think he's yeah, playing. Minute, yeah. I think he's been playing really well. Same. He has had a good year. I think. I think he's doing. There, he hasn't scored a goal, but he has his chances, and eventually it'll just go and, in. And yeah. he's and, and he's gotten a lot of. Ryan Hockey guy's gonna flip this shit, yeah. and he's yep. gonna make. Oh, see, told you so. Yeah. But but it, it's also that he's very accurate with where he's putting his shots yeah. because they get deflected in, so he doesn't get the goal. But and, basically, he got yeah, the and and Hague. You're talking about Miller. I don't even love Miller. Here's the difference. He actually hits the net. <laughs> he he makes his shot. He makes his choices. He knows when to dump it in or take. He's got shot. nice hands. You too. have seen yeah. the growth from him from the beginning of the exactly. year until now. Uh, pretty He's, much every single game. I saw. I, him. I, I was so surprised when Turk benched him after he played probably his best game. That shocked me too. I, I think which game was? I think it was against St. Louis, right? Yeah. Okay, he had we, two. He had two assists on the on the two goals that. 
yeah. Copley came came back, and the next the next game, he benched him. And I think Haig has been great this past few games. Well, oh, yeah. That he's played. Haig needs to play to get better. Yes. Yeah. And he's Merrill been doing that. Merrill and Holden are, and England are what they're going to be. Yeah. You could sit them down for a week, and they're going to come back and be the same player. I'd yeah. rather put Merrill as Haig, a left winger. Haig needs <laughs> yeah. to be... Haig needs to play. He he's been, to and play. he's, like I said, he's been playing great. You can see... He... he you, you can tell there, he has a few rookie mistakes. He was better, as, he was better with Theodore than he yeah, was with England. Yeah, yeah, I ho- yeah. I wish he, they put him back with Theodore because I thought those two were... Because Theodore has also taken a step up, especially in the defensive game. And Haig has always been... Since, 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 the, since the AHL. He's been, he's been a two-way player. And with those two up, you don't know who's going to... Push up and push or push back. That two point of defense has really helped them out. Yeah. What about um? Do you guys think that that uh, Ango is gonna get played next year or does he retire? No, no he's, he's not gonna. He's, he's not. Gonna. He he lost discussion with Turk. His yeah, Turk he lost discussion. Yeah. Him and Eakin is probably the most. So I still think vulnerable. he's improved with this two point. He has. Defense. Yeah, he has. I I gotta give but him credit. Yeah, gotta give him credit when he's, today. Yeah, yeah. He's he's been active offensively. But I gotta give credit where it's ordinary down there, yeah. you know, pushing people around. Yeah, like oh, was said, it Colorado yeah. that he just destroyed a dude? Yeah. Uh, what what I game was that where he he had been like trying to fight somebody for Calgary. multiple games? Yeah, it was Calgary. Calgary, Calgary. His old team. His yep. old team. <laughs> he just lost it on the dude. And now on the system. Yeah. Do you think that that was because there's been a lot of chatter about that? Do you think it was Turks or do you think it was the GMs coming down? And I think it was McCrimmon. I think no, not. I don't think McCrimmon. I think it was McGill because I think it's his charge of the defense. Oh, no. uh, yeah. yeah. Okay, so it's not Turks. No, right, not somebody McGill. else's. Right, Ryan Craig. Somebody it could else's? also have been a collective thing. Ryan, yeah. Ryan Craig is in charge of the uh, defense, isn't he? I think it's him. But I think the, he he pitched it to Turk and Turk kind of like, all right, fine. Let's I think this. the most damning evidence is when he talked about it. He never. A, he never tried to say, "Hey, this is why we did it." Or yeah, yeah, good. yeah. He always tried to play off as by it's not that big of a deal. Because I, th- I don't think it was his idea. No, correct. Yeah. So I think that's the first one of the first yeah. draws. That's one of those. Okay, hey, change this. Now they went on a big run. So obviously he, yeah. he saved himself. Then they lose four or five in a row and a four in a row. Yeah. If that's the case, though, like okay, so all these other coaches are doing all these other things and coming up with these ideas. I guess you're right. What was Turk doing? Well, he wasn't cheerleading. <laughs> he wasn't raw rowing them up. He wasn't uh, doing a defensive system. He had zero input on the, the goalies. I think a lot of the things, when you start to start peel the onion back on, on the Turks' tenure here, he really made himself sound like he didn't do shit. Because ask him about goalies, said it what does loud. he say? He ask, said, ask the... Ask, uh, ask a prior. Yeah. I don't have anything to do with the goalies. Cool. You have nothing to do with the defense. I mean, what? so what did he do? You're not going to... Okay. So, but cool. isn't that the GM's job to do Set all those other things? I guess. Set up lines that With everybody, wanted to change. <laughs> everybody wanted to change. Well, he talked about a lot of video. Yeah, they watch do the video, video. We'll the video that, study yeah. thing. Yeah. But here, you can't deny, though, that players do love Turk. Yeah. yeah. Because he lets them do whatever they want. Yeah. <laughs> and the, did you guys have a chance to listen to the, uh, the Golden Knights one? I didn't get a chance yet. So they made a couple great points on there is... All these players that loved him and owe their career to him, Peary and Smith and Marsha Show. Smith's the only one that was playing well. Wait, who's Peary? Yeah, good point. Um, they were they did not do what he always said, which was what? Play hard, compete. Play work hard, work hard, have fun. Yeah. Uh, always have fun. Do do the right play thing. hard, work hard, and compete hard. Yeah. And they didn't do those things. He gave them too much leash. Yeah, they love him, but 
It's he just. It's like being a cool parent. I think yeah. The the message got lost after a while because when you first started there, yeah, you want to do that. Happens with when you hear when you hear the same message over and over and over again. After a while, it's just loses its meaning. You know, when the cool parents, you you know, it's always like cool when you're your kid and you like have a friend that has the cool parents that let them do whatever the hell they want, and then like later in life, that kid's usually like on drugs. (laughs) like but that's the thing is it's basically like kind of a good analogy of what what happens when you when you are a player's coach is you like you know you give you give too much leeway and people either get lazy or they just get complacent and yeah and i think i think the team started to get really comfortable and they start like you can see at their play too they got really comfortable they play lax especially at the start and then they get down it's like oh crap we and gotta start like, working again, and then they have a good it's second. Very third much, period. we saw players. a lot less pressure on the puck this year. Yeah, yeah. So I, it, it, we're we're going back to the Turk thing. So so maybe we should talk about uh the. I, do we still call this now? Now, now this one's interesting. Is like we we've done this whole like pun the entire season. Yeah, about we're the still fight. keeping it. But but it's why, just, why are like, you changing? I'm, it? I'm not saying do we still do it. I'm just saying how funny. I meant to say how funny is it now that like. It's amazing. So so now I I, I almost next one next week or whenever we do this again want to grab a soundbite of the the interview where where Pete DeBoer is like I just wouldn't let four goals in. Yeah, uh, well, the, I, yeah, the Sarah Sev thing that was that awesome. was that was yeah. perfect. That was the, what was no, that was it. I, I wouldn't think, let four goals in. You're hired. Uh, yeah, I don't think that was a real quote, but it's yeah. The it's four hilarious. goals in part was. It's hilarious. Like the four goals in part was actually a quote have from you, back have in. Have any of you guys ever? Gone oh, from back in the yeah. in the summer, um, Craig Custance did uh, something at the coaches coaches clinic where they interviewed Pete DeBoer during and replayed Game Seven. Have any of you guys listened to that? I didn't listen to it. Somebody posted. I think it was AJ from uh, Golden Knights Watch, but yeah. I didn't get. It takes to a little to different it. meaning now. Like go listen to it. Like he is a very bright coach. Like, I think like, that's where well. he said I wouldn't let four goals in is in that podcast. Uh, Quite possibly. Uh, yeah, I, 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 I'm just still disappointed that not during his opening presser, none of the media people ask, was it a five-minute major? Well, <laughs> Ken wasn't there, so you probably yeah. would do that. Because <laughs> I brought it up because I, I, uh, I was watching the, uh, the, the Mike McCarthy interview for the Dallas Cowboys and a few years ago, the infamous yeah, Dez Cash. Yeah. Someone asked him. He said no. Well, yeah, no, something, he said something like, at that time, it wasn't, but now it is, or something like uh, that. Well, it's kind of like yeah. when Lindy Ruff got hired by the Dallas Stars. Yeah. You know, the whole famous Brett Hull goal yeah. that technically shouldn't have counted, and he was asked about that, and he's like, um, I'm, he just like, I think I remember him saying, I'm just going to be kind of quiet on that one. <laughs> yeah, see, come on, guys. Well, did you on, guys ask? I'm going to ask it. Did you guys see uh, what, what Sinbin slash Ken posted about the, uh, on the Senator's feed um, during intermission when they were interviewing Mark Stone? And apparently, Mark Stone said that the first thing that happened today when Pete oh, DeBoer yeah, yeah, walked yeah. into the locker room was he said, "Well, this might be awkward." And it was. And, then, and, it was. Yeah, and, and Mark Stone responds, "And it was kind yeah, of." I was going <laughs> to mention that earlier, but you know, we got sidetracked. There's just so else. much good stuff right yeah. now. It's I mean, like, and I'm I'm looking at all of this from a positive light because change is generally a very good thing in the NHL, especially. And 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 you know, I'm all about this because of. All the meme potential down to clown, <laughs> and you know I'm all about them memes. Two so. of the last four, three of the last eight, and four of the last eleven cup winners all changed their coach midseason. Oh, so cup confirmed. I remember one year. I think it was New Jersey won it. They, eight, eight, eight games left. Yeah, eight the, games. I was just going to say right at the, the end of the year. They had the best record in the Eastern Conference, 
Eight games left. They fired their coach, hired or put a new one in there, and won the cup. Yeah, yeah, that's fun. Why? Because Martin Brodeur just you know did everything, but you know. Yeah, he was the. Wasn't he still playing at that time too? Yeah, and he also owned the team or something, or managed the team. No, that was Mario Lemieux. Oh, that was that one. And then they got the to save the franchise. They got Sid Crosby, obviously, and then. No, that one wasn't fixed at all. Well, and Mario also. That was flurry, obviously. Well, Mario also bought the team from the previous owners who basically ran it into the ground, right? Yeah, because they still owed him money from when he played. Yep. too. That's yeah. why he got it. Um. Anyways. <laughs> oh yeah. Five so, minute major. All right. Let's 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 go on to the five minute, uh, major. Let me put it. Let me put the time in because you know. All right. Are, are we ready? Yeah. So. Uh, What's first? Matthew Kachuk. <laughs> this is this is fun. The Matthew Matthew Kachuk versus uh, Cassian feud. Somebody oh. finally did it. Let me just yeah. say it that way. Oh, Somebody finally snapped against Kachuk. I, okay, I, the hits were dirty. Oh, yes. The, the second the, one, not as much as the first one. The, yeah, first, the first one was, one was real dirty. Yeah. And, and I can't you, believe there was no supplemental discipline for him. Yeah, I'm surprised. You can tell. Cassian that, got two games. Yeah, you can tell. Well, obviously, wow. because what he, he did. He, he, he what, what he did <laughs> he was suspensable. He, he dragged him down again, like multiple times. Yeah. Well, yeah, that's what they said. They said the linesman should have stepped in the first time when he dragged him to the ice, but he didn't. He ragged all the I bet, well, I bet I the linesman's like, I don't blame you, dude. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> See, he's probably scared to get his. I think. Cassian's scary. I think what Cassian did was. Totally inexcusable, but it was still so satisfying. Oh. Oh, <laughs> Every team that isn't the Flames wants to see Matthew Kachuk get his ass beat. Cut oh my up god, Chuck. up Chuck. Yeah. Oh my god, that and was. I I, I Brady that, too. Brady. I played that clip so Cass, many times. Cassian's back. First game back after suspension. It's Calgary. Oh, I'm watching that game. I'll and they're care. on the same team for All Star. No, well, no, well, Cassian's not. No, but McDavid. Yeah, no, no, it was Drysaddle who quoted him. So it's like yeah. I'm just gonna get off the ice. Yeah. I ca- I kind of wanted yeah. I kind of wanted Turk to put him on the same line, but he's not coaching also, anymore. Turk should have been the coach with an NHL shield. Like <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, John Scott. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He yeah. volunteered himself, I think, the coach. Yeah. All right, what's next? Uh, let's see, World Juniors. Oh, uh, World Juniors, uh, Canada won. I don't think we're gonna spend too much about this. Barrett uh, Hayton. But yeah. Really gutsy performance. Yeah. Had to get clearance from parents. Yeah, yeah, team, yeah. Team, yeah. everything to play. Because he was scored so young? a goal. Because no, because he was injured. Oh. He's out like like two months because of a AC joint. Oh. He was seriously injured, and he came back and played. So that like he's going to Arizona though. So luckily, yeah. by the time he plays, they'll be in the Central. It won't matter. But 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 like I said. Lafreniere was amazing during that tournament. He missed like a game or two because of an injury. I think only one game. Yeah, yeah one game. They yeah. thought he tore his ACL and he was but fine. He was, What's yeah. with these young kids getting seriously injured? Same thing with Glass. It's, Resiliency, like bro. You tear your ACL and you're but, just like, eh. Yeah. I fine. thought, well, Savel, Krebs. Savel, Savel, Savel didn't play at all. And I thought Mor- Morozov and Dorofeo was invisible during the finals. But they were and, amazing but they were in the semifinal. They were pretty good in the final game, but leading up to it. Yeah, they were oh, pretty semifinal. good. semifinal. They were pretty good. Morozov had the overtime winner. Yeah. And then I think Dorofeo had two uh, two assists during yeah. that silver medal game, too. All right, uh, what's up next? Marchand. <laughs> oh, the, uh, the shootout. The shootout. So if you, if you guys notice, there's a lot of... We missed a lot of stuff during this How time is? off, but... Oh, so you get, this is such a great podcast for you guys. <laughs> so, so uh, a famous person said that you miss every shot you don't take. Of the shots you don't yes, take. Wayne Gretzky. I thought it was Michael Scott, but <laughs> but Marshad <laughs> didn't take a shot because it, it, you've seen this clip. It's hilarious, right? What do you guys think about the that? The best clip? part was 
he went after another guy on Twitter. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah. He, right. clapped, he yeah. clapped back at the guy. Said <laughs> the quote him: "Your shootout is in your driveway, not the NHL, peasant." <laughs> pretend to be me in your backyard dream, big bud. Uh, and then he, I think he posted uh, uh, him lifting the Stanley Cup. He did, kissing, yeah. kissing the yeah, Stanley yeah, Cup yeah, in 2011. Yeah. That, that never, you can always just post that picture. Yeah, exactly. Like, anybody claps at you, just, here you go, here's the here picture. Yeah. And, yeah. and I'll be honest, like, I, I grew up in Massachusetts, so I've been, you know, Boston fan. And so, like, I Marchand just, he's like the Kachuk of that team. He's yeah. just, everybody hates him, well, but he's, become, he's so he's become, good. He's become so much less of a pest now. Yeah, but yeah. he's so because good now, though. Because the looking thing stopped. And, yeah. like, he, he's third in the league in assists below Dreisaitl and McDavid. I it, thought what's really unfair is they're like, oh, they lost it because of that. The shootout percentage is still yeah, in the exactly. 20s. Like, he had to still make it. It and wasn't just... How many other ones early in the game they could have done? Yeah. And also, that was to stay in the Correct. shootout. That's what I'm so, saying. so it was already, it was already against... Uh, it was leaning against them at that point. All right, what's next? Uh, goalie goal! Oh, Rene scored a goalie goal. That was... I can't believe that happened, man. So two stats on it that I thought were really cool. It was like only the 12th of all time. Yep. It, and first since 2013, I think, right? Yeah. And I was at that game. Oh, and, nice. Yeah. And, and it, they're the first team ever to have two goalies do it. Oh, really? Wow. Yeah. I forgot the other one. I forgot the name of the other like, guy. The 2013, the Mike one. Smith scored uh, that, for the it was Phoenix then against Detroit. I, I admit, I got up and I clapped. Yeah, I you can't I mean, get you, mad you at that. You can't get nope. mad. Even you if were going to lose anyways. Yeah, right? exactly. I, I, I'm surprised Fleury didn't try for an empty net goal when they were in a... In a Shorthanded today. It's probably because they've been so traditionally a disaster in the last few minutes oh of God, games yeah. that it's not worth it. Yeah, but you don't see it often, and it was amazing. I would like to see Flurry well, get one we, before well, he retires. Yeah, well, that's it. You can't talk about it anymore. Done. That's it. That's done. Kay. That's our five minutes. Five minutes. All right, so that was it. Uh, we went a little long this this uh, podcast, but we've been gone for like uh, like since last I think a year. Month, so. Right? Yeah, it's been about a month. Uh, we were early. Uh, it was like early to mid December, and then Carlo got super sick, and the yeah. holidays happened. And I didn't. Literally, get it was sick. the other way. It was the ho- holidays, and then I got sick. Yeah, he was on. He was on the IR for a while again. Yeah. So I, I didn't want to get sick. So Late. I said no podcast till he yeah. gets better. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, so now, now we're all feeling good. I think everybody's everybody here in this room is feeling pretty good about this coaching change and everything that I, we have things to look forward to. It's new. It's it's, it's different. Fun. I like it's that. Exciting. It's exciting. It's like exciting. Like I words right out of my mouth. Yeah, I, yeah. I, I want it to be exciting. I, I love this sport. I love this team. I want no, them to win. But no, I want... no, Andrew, change is scary, and I don't like it. I'm gonna. I'm. No, I, you I just bought season tickets and I'm going to get rid of them now. Yeah, because change is bad. Because they took my job. <laughs> you know what? I'm just going to go on. I'm just going to boo. That's cool. Oh, we didn't even that... get into that, but let's not get into that. All right, so we'll end it with a boo. 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 And we're down to clown. All right. Woo-hoo. Thanks, everybody. Till uh, next time, we'll, uh, we'll be on Twitter. So on Twitter, I'm Andrew, a.k.a. at Choi underscore AJ. And I'm Carlo. I'm SomeDude88. I make the memes and shit. <laughs> Dave at Aikman CMU. Uh, Eric uh, at Eric underscore Simonas. Good luck spelling it. Yeah, you'll see our retweets from uh, it, Eric had a really good one uh, the other day. So you'll see those. Um, thanks for listening and uh, hope you enjoyed our. Uh, Boo. Hope you enjoyed that shit. Boo.